heard a rumor that people um, that were on the Aaron and Danae beyond liked it whenever I said hello and introduced Aaron and Danae through the door. So hi! Hi! You amaze me. It doesn't matter how many times a mistake is made. You just stick with something. Like, you, you stick with that emergency app thing you have. Oh, no. Do you care to share? Is this the already latest? happening? You're already sharing hey, my stories. Hey, listen, there are some things that we have to get out right at the top of the show. So, I have a feature on my smartphone, and I don't know if every smartphone has this feature or not. I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know. But the feature is that if I press the power button three times very fast, it sends out an emergency beacon to pre-specified contacts. (laughs) So it's like, okay, I'll send it to my mom, my husband, my dad, and my brother. It's a pretty cool feature when you really think about it, right? It is. It's really Because you've got it right there on your phone, and if something happens, you just, you know, do whatever your thing is, and everybody will know to come to the rescue. So that's what it does. It actually says, I need help, is the text message it sends out. It also texts the GPS location of wherever I am on a map. It takes an audio recording of what's going on for a brief moment. And then it takes a picture from the front-facing and back-facing camera all at the same time. And it sends that out immediately. It's kind of genius, really. It really is genius. Here's the problem. I keep setting it off accidentally. (laughs) I really... So yesterday, I'm doing laundry. My phone is slipping out of my hand. I grab it out of the air and I pull it back to my body and I look at the phone and it says sending emergency message. And how many times is this? Can we just clarify? How many times have you accidentally sent this beacon that says, help, I'm in trouble, please save me? I need help. SOS. Yeah. Uh, I think like six now. Six times. It's bad. <laughs> um, here's the fun thing. This uh-huh. time I actually saw what was happening. So the audio that it recorded was my exasperation. Do you want to hear what I recorded? Please. Okay. So this is what got sent to everybody that yeah. you're in trouble. Yes, this is the audio part. Okay. Ah, uh, sorry. <laughs> you want to know the saddest thing, though? My family oh, likely amazing. did not even listen to that. Because yeah. at this point, it's it's the crying wolf. You know, like, yeah. they're not looking at the pictures. They're not checking the, D- the GPS. They're no. not listening to the audio. My brother's reaction was this, again. (laughs) (laughs) How many times must your life be in peril? I mean, it is a neat thing, and I don't want to get rid of it. That's the thing. I don't want to get rid of it. That's what amazes me. After six times, though, Danae, not only has it proven that you can't use it effectively, (laughs) we've also eliminated any power it might have if you actually do need to use it. You mentioned the boy who cried wolf, right? But if you actually ever have to use this thing, you've already killed it. Here's the thing. I obviously hitting it three times in quick succession is not an impossible thing to do. No. And they need to make it like five or six times. You can't change it? I don't think so. I can go, I should probably, (laughs) that should be something that I immediately go to do. Well, you'd think they'd want it to be something that you could do inconspicuously, right? And quickly. Quickly and inconspicuously. So hitting that three times, that makes sense to me. So it's not as bad though as the one, the last one I did, the last time that this happened. Mm Mm-hmm. I had it um, in the dashboard of my car. Oh, no. And something kind of fell against it and hit it three times. And so it's audio of me driving and it's pictures of me behind a wheel. Mom thought was I, I was in a car accident. No. So, yeah. I bet some of those pictures are interesting, too. Okay. The picture that was taken yesterday uh-huh. of my disgust as I looked at my camera <laughs> It's like the worst picture I've ever seen of me ever because it's like from below. It's like one of those selfies that you purposely make awful. But it wasn't. Like an ugly selfie. It's just my face. <laughs> it's awful. But like I'm looking down at the camera and for I I have like clear two chin going on. Right. But I've never seen myself look like that before. You've never seen yourself with a double chin? Not like that. <laughs> Not like that. Oh, no. It's prominent. And scary. We all can make them. You tuck your chin in low enough. I you, wasn't doing that one on purpose. I can make it happen. I can make it happen. You're like, 
All right. You ready to shoe a dough? I am ready to shoe a dough. I am too. I'm excited. I am loving this getting together with you uh, you guys twice a week and having some fun. Fridays, of course, is Sif Pop at noon where we talk pop culture. And this weekend we'll be reviewing the new Terminator movie. So that's coming up. But today we are on our, our new music digest. So this uh, is one of my favorites. It makes yeah. me nervous because what Aaron and I do is we review four albums, up and coming albums, or ones that were released either today or in With, very recent since history. Since the last time that we did New Music yeah. Digest. So, like so all four of these weeks. albums have come out in the last three three weeks, I think, is the last time we did a New Music Digest. So what we do is we listen to the first few songs from these albums. And we don't listen to the whole entire song. No, 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 no. And kind of react to it in the moment. And because we record this podcast live, those who are able to interact are welcome to. If you are on Mixler's website or if you're in the app for Mixler, you'll, you're able to chat. So mm-hmm. just hit the little chat button. You can let us know your feedback. And you can always tweet us at Aaron and Danae. Let us know. And then at the very end, we pick our favorite album and play another song from that album. And as always, if you ever want to get in touch with us, you can always call 844-DNA-SHOW. That's our phone number, 844-DNA-SHOW. You can leave your comments there as well. So you ready for four albums, brand new stuff for you to listen to? By the way, I don't tell Danae what they are. No, I don't like to know ahead of time. And, and by the way, I think you mentioned this a little bit, but it's kind of like when you sit down and listen to new music with a friend. You know, you just kind of talk while it's playing and that kind of stuff. Make that's terrible joke. That's the experience you're about to have. So, you know, it's it's not a... It's, it's fun. I do get nervous because I have been on record several times not enjoying very known artists uh-huh. because I can't recognize their music styles right away. That's okay. I know. I just feel bad. Let's play. We have honest reactions. All right. So first album, first song. Yep. First album, first song. Okay. And we're going to play it right now. Do you think right I now. know who this is? I don't think so. Okay. okay. Is that is that something you want to know when we play stuff? No. <laughs> then why did you ask? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so this is the first song. By the way, you're f- you can feel free to guess in the comments or let us know what you think in the comments as well as this music. I should also mention, I've only listened to it a little bit. Like, I haven't listened through all this, so I'm experiencing it for the first time in many ways, too. Well, maybe you should shush and listen then, all right, all sir. Right, all right. I'm trying to hear little scratches. I feel like it's nighttime. Everybody go to sleep. <laughs> it's time to relax now. Or get a massage. Whoa! Wake up. <laughs> That's an interesting effect on the vocal. I'm not liking it yet. No, me either. This reminds me of a song that we'd be playing on like a creepy part of Gotham. You know, like... Oh, yeah. When like a character sort of switches over into some weird psycho mode. Exactly. It's got that. Like there's a presence to it. There's a depth to it. But it's definitely off-putting. Sideshow-ish? Yeah. Yeah. The BDG, you can definitely guess. Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to take guesses. BDG guesses me without you? That is correct. What? Nicely done. Well done. Yeah, this is me without you, their new album. This song is called Pale Horses. I It's not going anywhere for me, though. Like, I, I can't imagine any other place listening to this other than a creepy piece of pop <laughs> you're culture. <welcome. laughs> now, now that you've said that. Well, you know, maybe you're having just like a slow, depressed day and you're just sort of like dragging around your <laughs> and home. You and you want to emphasize it and make it worse. The rain is falling. Just kind of live in that sulkiness. It is very slow. Yeah. You want to go to the next one? Yeah. All right. This one's called uh, Watermelon Ascot. Ascot? Mm-hmm. What is Ascot? It's a tie. It's a type of tie. The Ascot tie is that... Fat- You're acting as if I should know this. <laughs> so I don't know if it's just the music mix. Maybe it's how they're mixing the sound. I'm not sure because I have pretty good headphones on right now. Uh huh. Or the 
whatever they're doing to his voice. Like the filter on his voice. Uh-huh. I have no idea what this guy's saying. <laughs> I'm having I mean? trouble following the lyrics, too. It's kind of buried under the other music, which is fine, if that's what they're going for. But just, you get the sense that maybe you're him. missing something artistic yeah. or something poetic. I mean... Here's the thing. It's got to be poetic if it's called Watermelon Ascot. <laughs> I just need to know what we're talking about here. Who doesn't know what an ascot tie is? Just kidding. The only reason I know <laughs> is because when I was... Uh, <laughs> I'm reading the comments here. Carrying along with the Gotham theme, uh-huh. Chris in the comments says, Fish Mooney, this is the song that she's taking people out to. <laughs> so I completely agree with you. Maybe we just accidentally loaded up the Gotham soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It does have that feel. It does have that same kind of creepy, you know... I don't think this one's creepy. This no, but it's more... got that it's got that alleyway vibe. You know, there's this vibe of just, you know, kind of the gutters of the streets. I think part of it is how he sings. Like, he's just ripping it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Holding nothing back. This is the kind of guy who just puts on a really good, like, live show. He's just, you know, just, like, raw energy. That's what, that's what I would assume. What kind of music would you call this? If you Ooh. wanted to genre label it. Muted punk? Muted punk. Punk steam light. punk punk. <laughs> Gotham punk. Punk of the steam. Gothunk. Whoa, something just happened to the song. Hey guys, we're shifting into a different funky gear now. All right, here we got this. That Le- was a leaning, leaning on, on the, the everlasting, everlasting arms. arms. We yep. finally heard a lyric. <laughs> Time to go to the next song. Uh, all right, <laughs> next song it is. Um, just to finish my thought from before, the only reason I know what an ascot is is because when I was getting married I recommended to my wife that the guys wear ascot ties instead of bow ties with our tuxes that was one of two recommendations I made both of which got shot down pretty quickly so obviously you haven't quite got over that yet yeah I just had to make it public alright here's song number three like a different singer do you remember the band fish yes and i awoke to gently bouncing around the room <laughs> i mean they were on a lot of drugs right but the lyrics were like what is this guy talking about but you know what yeah i kind of want to sing it yeah that's sort of what this is reminding me of it's just like a string of like celery boat notes in the air and you know? Yeah, it reminds me of like, um, maybe this is the wrong reference, but Crash Test Dummies? Yeah, well, no. No. They're the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, as far as stylistically, I don't mean as far as like the, you know, lead singer's timber. Could be wrong. Oh, yeah. Like how he's actual voice yeah. sounds, you mean? Yeah. It's got a very REM feel to it, too. Yeah, that I can hear for sure. I can see myself getting into this if, like, I. Here's what I feel like. I feel like if I gave myself to the music, right? Like, if I just let myself live in it and started to hear the lyrics and how they go with the music and kind of feel the art of it, I feel like it's something I might be able to get into. So, this was more frantic. Yeah. I don't know how to get into this one. Yeah. I could actually get more into the first one we heard because it was like a slower kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I felt like I could get into that one more. Yeah. This one's a little bit too franticky. Right, although, although maybe in one of my manic moods, this would be a fantastic song. So that's me without you. All right. You ready to go on to album number two? Ready to go to album number two. All right. Album number two should be a a um quite a divergence. You ready for it? Ready. Here it is. Definitely pop. It's a fun little sample. You can promise castles, treasures, babies, I don't care. You can promise castles, treasures, babies, I don't care. 
I'm feeling disgust. <laughs> like I'm trying uh, like my very best. Your emotional control center Just, from inside out. Yes. Disgust has taken the hand. Disgust He's is taken- fully in control right now. <laughs> and I would, I far prefer the album we just heard to this. Well, I love that. This, okay, so the first guys, when you know, in theirs, mm-hmm. really interesting lyrics. Don't quite know what they're trying to say, but it's very artistic. This is like. These and Brent words, from the comments said it. Does, they absolutely do have to grow on you. He knows them. And the they, other guys? Yeah, they, they grow on you quite this a bit. This one just seems like we know these words rhyme, and, and we know that if we put these words together, people are going to want to dance. And so mm. it's just not very deep. Yes. You, you can offer babies. I don't care. <laughs> I can just see. Can you see? The, the part in life where somebody comes to you, well, I've got a proposition for you. Castles? Tell you what, if you'll do this, Castle? I'll give you a baby. All right? <laughs> if you do this, then I'll make a baby for you. Whoa. How's that sound? That... All right, we have an agreement? I would turn and run. <laughs> like, that's it. Chris mentions that this is the song that the Joker would kill people to in <laughs> Gotham. Right. Nice. All right, song number two. Jiminy Cricket meets Britney Spears is how somebody in the comments described it. Nice. By the way, welcome, uh, Hannah. Just saw you pop in. Thanks for showing up. I'm so bored. I can't even listen yeah, to these lyrics. Pop music. Here's the thing about pop music, right? If it's done right, it combines the, I'm going to say, effervescence that kind of comes with fun music. But it combines it with something that is like catchy and worth holding on to. And this just feels like really empty pop. Empty pop. Yeah. That's a perfect way to describe this. Yeah. I'm just going to say let's keep going. <laughs> if anyone likes this and you want us to sit in a song, just comment. Let us know. Otherwise, or if you have a guess who it is, we haven't said who it is yet either. I think we know it's. Empty Pop Princess. <laughs> Empty Pop Princess. Oh, uh, we've got a guest in the comments of Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. That's, that's nice. All right. Uh, I agree. Let's kick it down the road. Kick that Empty Pop down the road. we got to do at least three. Oh, Here's the weird. third song. Okay, okay. All right. Let's just take... Everyone take a breath. Here we go. Right, here We're going we go. in for three. Disgust is still at the helm in my mind. <laughs> what makes it fun though right I'm dancing now come on Danae you know it's gonna kick in get into it you think I'm gonna dance to come this? on dance that's not happening I'm bopping my shoulders now Hillary Duff that's it that's disappointing (laughs) why is that disappointing so tell me what so tell me where disappointment enters into the equation all right so you don't like it obviously so (laughs) (laughs) i understand how that can be disappointing but why when you mention that it's hillary duff does it become disappointing okay well so hillary can we not make this the background music like i'm seriously (laughs) not okay okay all right all right you got i'm sorry hillary no it's gone um so in my imagination, maybe I'm wrong, Hillary has a lot of uh, people and um, producers kind of at her like at her exposure. She can go and she can say, hey, you know, here's some influence. Can you can you give me some ideas or can you help me out? Mm-hmm. And so you can tell it's produced well. That was one thing. It's cookie cutter. There's yeah. not a lot of depth to it. Right. But it's done well. You know, I'm listening to it and it's mixed well. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing everything clearly. And, and there's some I fun like little samples in there. You know, there's yeah. there's a little bit. Yeah, There's a little bit there. But the lyrics have been completely lacking. So that tells me, you know, she's obviously not, oh, I guess I can't say she's writing her own music. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But these are yeah, just, be careful. these are just, you know, written to just appease, I don't know, just to get music out there. And I would, I would think with as long as she's been in... Has she know. been in it long? See, I don't know much really about her. Are you a Hil- Hillary Duff aficionado? Uh, maybe between the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> she's been in this. She's been in the entertainment industry for a while. Sure. So I would just. So Did either you... she knows that it's going to sell and it's just going to make a you know make a buck, and she's mm. just going to get it out there, and that's just what she's doing. Which I 
I know that happens, so that could be possible. Is this a good time to dial back and to mention the thing which we often mention during New Music Digest, which is it's not like we're listening all the way through these songs or all the way through the album. We could get six songs into this album and all of a sudden she throws something on the table and it's like, wow, that's introspective. That's interesting. That's, you know, deep. That's true. We're and kind we're of just taste testing. We are just taste testing. But it did feel, as a commenter said, immature. Like, it just felt like she's been around for a long time. That's a perfect way to put it, is that she shouldn't record something so immature. But it has to just be that she knows it's going to work. And that's where she sees an audience. Or that's where her marketing people see an audience or whatever the case may be. I I think that's a fair assessment. Someone told her that, you know, you can bring me a baby. And someone didn't. That shouldn't have. I should have never. You can made offer it in me there. treasures or castles, castles or, or babies. Babies. I don't care. I don't care. All right, let's go on to the next. Uh, the next artist. Okay. You ready for this one? Ready. I already like it. <laughs> I love. I love good music. This sounds like something we play on jam night. Oh, just you sitting know, around. Just sitting around yeah. and playing music, which I love. Yeah. Ooh. Is this James Taylor? It is James yes! Taylor. Yes! I got one, guys! Oh, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love this 100%. He, his voice is timeless, right? Now, there is something also, like, you know what's going to work, and so you just do what's going to work, because you do it so well. Yeah. But James is on a totally different level than Hillary. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like I, I just... Was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking there was more of an understatement you could make. I was just like, wait, guys, breaking news. Danae Hughes says James Taylor's on a different level than Hillary Duff. That's good. Oh, that's good. It's also in the news. Did you know that? This album is in the news because James Taylor, uh, it's his first number one album. It was number one on Billboard last week on the top 200 albums. In his 47 years of making music, I think I read. He's 65 now, right? Yeah. He's, well, I don't know. I, I was thinking he was in his older 60s, but maybe he's in mid 60s. But whatever the case... This, this is this his first. Song? Is this the song that's number one? What's the album? Oh, it's the album. The, it's the best-selling album, according to Billboard wow. right now. So, and that never happened to him. He's only actually had one, the article said, one number one song. I, I apologize. This might seem like a really rude question. But um, is it because only old people buy <laughs> albums anymore? Or is this digital copies too? <laughs> I'm just curious. Well. Is this just physical copies? <laughs> being purchased or (laughs) (laughs) he had to wait till all the young people stopped buying records so his would be number one marketing genius (laughs) is what it is hey man just takes time just takes a little patience all right let's go the second one all right somebody said it was like going from the jonas brothers to the beatles (laughs) it's like a great comparison Oh. That's that's what's called voice. singing, by the way. That is without autocorrect. Yeah. Pay attention, kids. This is called singing. I sound like such an old man. And storytelling too. He's right. a really good storyteller. Yeah, it's good stuff. One of the things I like about what he does is he continues to play with, like, climbing through the melodies. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's just been at this for so long. Yeah, he does a great job. I um, <clears throat> The number one song, his number one song, the only number one he's ever had, was not Fire and Rain. I thought it would have been, you know, I've seen Fire, I've seen Rain. That seems to be one everybody's known. I can't remember which one it was. But it blew my mind that that, that one didn't go to number. One more time. <laughs> Do you want to hear the third song? Yes. All right. 
Oh, we're picking up speed, guys. <laughs> nice. Not a lot, but a little. 86 summers gone by. Bambino put a hex on the bean. We were living on a tear in the side. In the shadow of the Bronx machine. Man, you could feel this more. This is interesting. That's, this is classic. He's sticking to what he loves. Is that Monty Python making horse hooves in the background? Yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed that you caught that. Yeah. How were those uh, brought? By swallow? Was it an African swallow? Is that what brought the coconuts? Uh, I missed what you said. <laughs> I did not know what There's you said. There's nothing like throwing Monty Python references to Danae. <laughs> Just a blank face. Like, what are you I I know the words Monty Python, <laughs> but I didn't like obsessively watch like most people did. All right, I think we can successfully say that James Taylor sounds yeah. like James Taylor. I think I think that's fair enough. All right, let's go to the fourth album. Is it? We'll get there. Um, I want to talk a little bit more. You can go ahead and fade it out. That's fine. Um, there's something interesting that happens when you're listening to music that is classic right when there's a classic voice that comes on so here's my question how long does it take somebody you love like an artist you love somebody you love listening to to enter into that realm where their voice becomes timeless or classic or where it becomes james taylor or how long did it take michael jackson to be you know michael jackson or when does that click well that's a lot of questions well yeah but you know what i'm saying like how does that happen for somebody it's individual it's an individual experience, and I'm going to say for myself, it's voices I heard when I was in the car with my parents growing up. Like, those are the voices that instantly have this sort of nostalgia that I can immediately ground into. So James Taylor is one of them. Cat Stevens is another one, for as an example. Like, anytime I hear Cat Stevens, it's just like, yes, I'm home, you mm. know, because those are the two voices I remember hearing. A lot in the car. For me, it's like Barry Manilow, Lionel Richie. Like, I remember hearing those a lot growing up. So Mm -hmm. that probably is a big part of it is kind of... When you heard it When you heard it and how it was ingrained into you. Will there be people who Hilary Duff is a classic voice for them down the road? Or let's be more realistic. (laughs) Let's be a little more realistic. Maybe like Pink, you know, down the road is, you know, that classic thing that they remember. Yeah, that they remember or, you know... I would say that's true. I mean, there's just those... There's this, those moments in time that stand out when a song really impacts you. And I think it happens, well, it happened for me a lot in my in my teenage years with me mm. and my friends. You know, those are, the, those are the songs I chose for myself. So then, then there's a timeless voices from the songs I chose for myself. But then there's some that I didn't choose for myself that I just am still drawn to. It's really interesting how that happens and the kind of the psychology of it impacts our lives. I just I wanted to kind of step back and kind of chat about that just for a little bit. Also want to chat, now that the music has started, uh, about Patreon, stuff going on there and different things going on at Band and lots of different ways to interact with us now and we would love to see you in a few different places. We're getting excited because on Patreon, we're only like 50 bucks a month away from our next goal, which is huge. Yeah. So we're just getting all these goals, like bam, bam, bam. We just hit the major milestone of going two days a week mm-hmm. and our next milestone is in $50 a month so head to patreon.com and kind of see what's on the horizon for Shoe the Dough Live yeah. and if you have a few dollars a month and you'd like to help us continue to do what we do please consider giving it that's at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae and one of the things we're going to be doing very soon is adding a special band group so band is an app we use to mm-hmm. communicate with our fans and friends and all kinds of people. And we're going to make one just for those who are on Patreon to share, you know, specific ideas and inside stuff and just have fun conversations. So that's on the horizon because we love band. Uh, you can also interact with us on uh, Periscope. You can follow us there. In fact, I just saw uh, Humberto come into the uh, in the chat here live on Mixler and welcome you. I get to see Get to see them on Periscope quite a bit. They follow and get Periscope. Yeah, we so. should Periscope again. We should. You want you want me to right now? Yeah. How you feeling? You feeling uh, Periscope worthy? Per- Whoa. Hey, I am always Periscope worthy. <laughs> the only thing I I was ask, not insinuating the anything only thing else. I- Periscope is so pixelated, it doesn't matter how you look. <laughs> That's right. I could look a hot mess. I could have all kinds of funk all over. You wouldn't see it. You no. wouldn't know. No. Because... Periscope is pixelated. If All you right. want to follow, uh, follow Aaron on Periscope, his 
Uh, you have to have the Periscope app and then search for Aaron Dicer. At Aaron Dicer is his Twitter. What should I call it? Live from Shoe the Dough? Um, you can do whatever you want. I know I can. But All we've right. already established that you don't it's know a, how to um, do forward slashes we're, and dashes. We're, we're periscoping. Hello, periscope. All right, so we'll set that over maybe this way. I don't know. Here. It's like, Hi. Here, oh. so find somewhere to set it where it's where it's on. All right. So we are in the midst of the New Music Digest, and we've got three albums down and one album to go, right? Yes, we've got one album all left. Right, so one album. You get all. You get to see, like, if you're on Periscope, you get to see all, like, the behind the scenes. Like, all the scrambling, like me for my... Um, my tablet yes he's not quite ready yet <laughs> we actually one of the if you go to patreon we were just talking about patreon.com if you do support our show on patreon uh one of the long-term goals is to get the equipment that we need to do video so our shoe the dough will be live recording like you're listening now and you'll be able to see video of it too yeah. Because we live in a technological era. I just love being able to connect in all these different ways. Um, Humberto said, thanks for the shout out. No problem. That's that's why we love doing this. We love connecting with different people in a live environment like this. Like You can do a podcast and most of the podcasts that you listen to, they're just recorded and edited and then put out there. Nothing wrong with that. But I love the idea that we get to be doing this at the same time as you're listening to it. And then get to kind of be interacting with you as well. So whether it be Periscope or whether it be on Mixler through audio. By the way, if you're watching on Periscope, you're not going to hear the songs we're listening to because no. they're in our headphones. Yeah. So you'll have to watch on Periscope and listen at Mixler.com. <laughs> we should just get to the that. album. All right, let's do it. If album number four. Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough Live if you want to listen to the show right now. And I'm going to go ahead and stop Periscope because you guys can't hear it anyway. <laughs> All right, album number four. Go Speed Racer. We're just somebody running in a cycle one? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's clean. Yeah. He's a vampire. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We picked the Twilight soundtrack. I feel like this is an inspirational singer. I'm wondering if this is a Christian singer. I like it. It's melodic, and I like his voice. He does have, like, he has the kind of voice that when he gets up into that higher or, like, his notes are extended, his uh, vibrato starts to kick in real strong. Yeah, in fact, um, Brenton in the comments mentioned, kind of sounds like down here. Yeah, Mark Martell has that same kind of vibrato. He can kind of do that thing. Um, Kevin Max has it, too, um, from Old School DC Talk. Want to hear another one? Yeah. All right, let's hear some more. Yeah, it's like that's a trillo kind of thing. Mm-hmm, yeah. First time I met you, I was on my knees. Welcome to Bonnie, who just joined us on Mixler. On our knees, desperate place. This is for sure Christian artist. <laughs> This one's a little more basic. This one, this one's yeah. not grabbing me quite as much. I mean, you, I have a hard time with Christian music. <laughs> All right, let's talk about that. Let's let's fade this a little feel, bit more. I feel like we do talk about it, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, but if it's in a if it's in Christian genre, I feel like there are some 
like, okay, this is a it's a personal thing. Totally, sure. totally All personal. this is personal. Totally Absolutely. personal. Absolutely. This is Danae's little world here. I have written some songs that I think are absolutely inspired of my relationship with uh, Creator God. So but this is also I coming from an artist's perspective as well. Yeah, but I, ha- I, I have a really hard time making a song so that other people can connect to God. It's just like when I write a song, it's because there's just something coming out of me. There's a there's a message coming out mm. of me and you can find meaning in it. So do you know what I'm saying? The, in your world, in your artistic world, the way you see it, the artistic the, art, art, artistic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. The way you see it is the audience is a, in many ways, a voyeur. They're looking in on your relationship to God. No, no, not at all. I, what I'm, what I would say is that if you listen to a song that I've written, you wouldn't know necessarily where it was coming from. It would be, their own story. Okay. I have a story. I have a song called Lit Page. Right. It could be about, you know, a relationship with a person, a relationship with an event, a relationship with God. It can, has multiple meanings, right? Okay, okay. So there's like a depth to it because of how, whoever you are and wherever you're at listening to it, the song can change. I love songs like that. They can kind of roll with meaning. And I find like for me, oftentimes when it's like a Christian song, just like maybe a Christian movie, it's going to hit particular tones mm. that limit it. Does that yeah. make sense? We're, we're having, I think what you're having, what we're seeing is the struggle between faith and art, right? And what's interesting about that is that, you know, back in the Renaissance, faith was intertwined with painting and, you know, but it was still expressive. And what you're talking about is interpretation. So you come to a piece of art that's been created and you get to put your your lens on it and then have your experience with it, right? So music can be the same way. Movies can be the same way. And what you're seeing as painting a painting when you sing, Christian music often feels like it's a photograph. Like it's it's very stark and... I would, just- I would say like hopping off of your metaphor, I would, I would describe it like this. Sometimes, not, not all Christian songs for sure, I mean, there are some Christian songs that just blow my mind. You know, Hillsong, for example, they've made some that will just like turn me into a puddle immediately. Sure, and sure, the, sure. and they're they're all like on the nose God talk, you know. Right. Um, but if I'm just listening to an album and I'm trying to get into it, most of the time, if there's more freedom in the lyrics and more freedom, like I, f- I feel like some artists feel like they have to say particular things to make it Christian. Mm. But their lives are that message. Their perspective is that message. Sure. You know, their humanity is what I want to relate to because, you know, we're all trying to be Christ-like, but it's impossible for me to completely relate to, you know, Jesus, for example. He's Mm -hmm. God. Like, there's a lot maybe that's similar. Maybe he struggled similarly, but, like, I can't – I can relate to people. (laughs) You know, you're just as messed up as I am. Sweet. Let's do a song, you know. So – Going with your metaphor, it would be like walking into an art studio and them saying, okay, look at this painting and now tell me your interpretation. I love that. That's fun. But here's what it's like. It's like, okay, here's this painting. Do you see this in here? Okay, and see this here? Okay, this represents this here. And someone's telling me what to pull out of a song mm. rather than letting me experience it myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I think I think I know what you're saying. And I, and I get I that because... I don't like talking about it a lot because I still feel like I'm trying to, you know, like... Formulate it. Yeah, I think you've got grace to do that. I think you've got grace to do that here. I don't. I don't think there's. I mean, I know there's no judgment coming from me. CCM is finger painting or paint by numbers more often than not. Paint by numbers. That's That's a phrase. That's a phrase I've heard used quite a bit, and that is what it feels like. And I'll tell you, Christian movies. I, I, you know, I review a lot of movies as a movie critic, and the ones that come out that are Christian, especially when the message appeals to me, I get more and more frustrated that it is so paint by numbers that it's just like. And because what paint by numbers does is it makes it feel preachy. It makes it feel like here, well, swallow this. I feel like at some point uh, in your faith walk, whatever that might be, you are at a maturity level where you don't need to be talked to at like a particular grade. Mm. You know, and I just I like depth. I like deep conversations. Sure. I like really pressing in and trying to like ask hard questions and you know, and I like finding that in my music too. Not that the lyrics have to be super complex or the music has to be super no. complex, but when I feel like, you know, I I don't know. I just can't relate to that music. And again, as much. again, we are painting a conversation on a song and album that we are just 
sampling. Super quick judgment. Yeah, super quick judgment. Not again. always recommended. And and all, not always right, you know, by the way. So um, Oh, no, but, I'm right all the time. <laughs> but the conversation, I think, is worth having Yeah. because I think it's important for all of us to look at the art around us and know that different art impacts different people. Yep. In many different ways. And you're right. I mean, the Bible even talks about, you know, solid food versus, you know, infant's milk, you know, and being having different stages of being able to process and work through faith. I learned when I worked at a radio station, I worked at a Christian radio station and they played um, a lot of the music that Mm -hmm. I had never wanted to listen to. And here I am there for the morning show Mm -hmm. all, you know, and then there for hours afterwards as well. This music is constantly around me. And so I was afraid at first that I was going to get like a little bit grumbly. (laughs) And I just sort of like, you know, this is okay. This is some people's style. So I agree with you. I'm not, you know, definitely not saying that this is something that shouldn't exist. It it needs to exist. Oh, no. And it has this amazing impact on so many people. That's what I was going to say is people would call in and they would, you know, here's this song I've heard so many times and I find it to be really superficial and someone calls in and it's like it like hit them right between the eyes mm-hmm. and like their soul has been forever changed. And I'm like, <laughs> right. see, it's just people make the music that needs to be made is a message that needs to get out. But for me, the message that I like to, to really absorb the most is that personal artistic, you know, you want something expression. to chew on. You want something to chew on. And maybe I'm speaking for myself. I guess I should just myself. I want something to chew on. You know, I want something like that... gum. We, I have some. Thank you. I appreciate that. My oh, breath no. could probably use it as well. No, I, I'm sorry. These are smokehouse almonds. <laughs> it's not going to help my breath. Not also, one little bit. Also, nobody wants to hear you eat an almond. Are you sure about that? We just said that different art appeals to different people. Okay, <laughs> almond eating might just be what somebody is looking for. Too much depth. All right, number three. This is the third song. This third song okay. from this artist and we I haven't don't know. named. Yeah, we haven't named this artist. Sorry yet. to go off on a little tangent there. Don't be sorry. I love that. Oh, there's a hey in there, guys. <laughs> so that pay, means so that there's attention. some butt kicking about to happen. <laughs> hey. You know what I hear in this? Almost a little bit of like. Uh, this this is too much, but like a little Muse or Imagine Dragons, or there's there's kind of that modern pop rock thing going on. Yeah. I like this one the best. Maybe because it's got some motion to it. I've heard this song. Yeah. This is the anthem song. Yeah. Yeah. This is a good song. Mm-hmm. This is the anthem song. This is the song that you listen to when you're on your way to work going, no, today is beautiful. <laughs> I won't think about going to Cubicle World today. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly right. I'm going to go in for my battle cry. God's got me. Yeah. We've got this thing. Okay, who is this? Who's this All artist? right, so this is David Dunn. David Dunn. I believe you have met David Dunn, actually. I think last time we were down in uh, in Florida for the big Momentum event, you met David. Uh-oh. I'm going to Google. <laughs> what does this guy look like? I remember faces better than names. Yes. Did the BDG get that? Did you guess that before we mentioned it was David Dunn? Apparently David Dunn, also a soccer player. <laughs> Not the one that's singing here, though. Hey! See, I've got the haze down. Maybe they listened to this before the soccer game. Get pumped. Get those goals. So what are you finding on Google about Mr. Dunn? Uh, I should do David Dunn. David Dunn, D-U-N-N? There he is. Yeah, he looks familiar. Yeah, he played with my Google Glass. Yeah. Cool. He's showing cleavage. (laughs) I don't think... Do you call it that on guys? I mean, technically. Didn't you just call it sternum? Well, I I don't see any cleavage. Right down there, look. All right, I can't see. Turn your... your, uh... Oh, wow. See? That's got to be a hand. It's dude That's got to be like a hand cut off something or everyone's going to the internet right now to see daviddunnmusic.com is where i'm looking 
and he has like a rocky yeah. little zip up. Yeah, it's unzipped. Hoodie. It's uh-huh. unzipped, so we're, it's like full chest. It's not full chest. I mean, there's like a little strip of chest. Just a strip of chest. Uh huh. And I think that's cleavage. I that's got to be a hand or Tweet something. Tweet us if you agree. <laughs> At Aaron and Danae. Yes, that was cleavage. No, that was not cleavage. It will make everyone wonder what we're talking about. <laughs> what right. kind of a show are you doing? <laughs> the segment on the show is, is this cleavage? That is a bad idea. Yeah, that's David Dunn. What do you think of those uh, four? Well, I, I we need to review okay. because I forgot everything that just happened. Okay. The cleavage just <laughs> my mind. <laughs> I'm done. Be the way it happens. <laughs> All right. I've been mind wiped. Okay, so we are going to- We had to... James Taylor. We had David Dunn. Me Without You was first. We had Hillary- That was the Gotham soundtrack. Hillary oh, Duff. Oh, what was the first one? Uh, Me Without You. Me Without You. Mm-hmm. Which we defined as Gothunk. Gotham this is the punk. time when you guys need to be thinking about voting, by the way. Yeah, vote in the comments at Mixler. Uh, for your favorite, once we've kind of gone through them, or you can tweet us, whatever mm-hmm. you want to do. Uh, Hillary Duff was the second album we listened to, her new album. I want Hillary to win. We called that Empty oh, Pop, Oh, that has I double believe. meaning right now, because Hillary is also running for president. That is true. That is true. Uh, James Taylor was third, and then we just listened to David Dunn, so... There's some sort of now we are done pun in there somewhere. Uh, So those are the four. So let us know which one you want to vote for. Uh, By the way, welcome to Sherry, who just joined us in the uh, Mixer chat as well. You're coming in on the end of the show, but you can always, we should mention this, you can always go back and listen at the podcast. Even if you miss a bunch of it live, you can go listen to it at, uh, at the podcast uh, through iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you go. And if you go to AaronAndDanae.com, there's all sorts of links there yes. that you can listen to it. And if you're one of our Patreon supporters, those who make this show possible by supporting us every month with a small gift, a little donation to our cause, you will have this podcast up on Patreon just as soon as the show is finished. Yeah, we'll get it up quickly for our Patreon supporters. And then tomorrow it should be in the feed proper. And again, that's the podcast is Shoe the Dough. And you can search for it. Shoe the Dough. That was beautiful. That was amazing. So go ahead and get your votes in. Oh, while we're waiting for votes to come in for the four albums that we just heard today on the new music digest. Mm -hmm. Do you want to hear some more new music? Yes, I wanted, um, when we were prepping our uh, all of our equipment up before the show started, Aaron was playing a song from an album that we didn't want to cover today because a couple of the songs on the album well, I just have to... an explicit tag. Yeah, and I'm just never sure what I'm getting into with that. And like I said, we're not afraid of playing, obviously, mainstream music or those kind of things. We want to talk about all kinds of music. We're not that afraid are... of curse words it... every now and then. No, we're not afraid of them. Why it's did just... I just sound like an old man? <laughs> I don't know, because it's not something an old man would probably say. You better wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> Um, but this is a DJ called Jamie XX. And we already listened to this song. I thought it was incredible. So let's just take like a 30 second just music. Voting music? This yeah. Is like so, voting music. So vote for your favorite album. Number one was that one guy with the Me Without You, goth, goth Funk. And then number two was Empty Pop. Superficial Pump. Pop. pop. <laughs> Hillary. Hillary. And then Duff. three was Timeless James Taylor. The Timeless James Taylor. And four was Did It Undone. Yes, did it done done. Thirty David, seconds of David music. Dunn. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Let's let's hear a little bit of this. This song. is a cool song. So, shh. Oh, thirty we're just seconds listen. of oh, quiet. While people vote. Yeah. Vote. Okay. Shh, shh. Listen, guys, this is amazing. Yeah. say that's what we do we talk over the music so and this is good background music by the way so i just love it when you people are creative like that where they they're willing to play around with rhythms and instruments and melodies and, and have the know-how to make it sound amazing yeah i have two thoughts when this song first started playing it reminded me of um deep breakfast deep breakfast bonnie you're in the chat what was the name of the artist that 
um, created the album for Deep Breakfast. I can Google it, but I know you're in here. So I'll come back to that. The second thought I had was, this sounds like something that would be playing over the speakers while I'm at my sushi place. Oh, interesting. It's like like a, you know, urban vibe, like sushi place. And yeah. so you're always playing music like this. Yeah. So you're like, in, so I'm really craving sushi right now. <laughs> like I'm really hungry all of a sudden. All right, I'm going to take a risk and play another one of these tracks. Bonnie said Ray Lynch. Thank you so much. That's exactly right. The very beginning of this sounded like, if you've never heard Ray Lynch, L-Y-N-C-H, mm-hmm. he's one of the guys that was really playing around with synthesizers in the 80s oh, and cool. 90s. Very good stuff. So this is another one of one of his songs that's on this new album. This is risky because there's a couple explicit I think these are one. just music. I think okay. unless they say featuring such and such. We'll try to beep it if it happens, okay? <laughs> beep. <laughs> Welcome to Jamaica. Uh-huh, right. Little steel drum. Well, we've got a couple votes in. All right. So, we both get a vote as well, though. I'm going with album one. Me without you? Me without you is my vote. Because I think I know what to expect from James Taylor. I think so, too. The question isn't, what is the best album? The question is, what What do do you most want to hear the fourth song from? Well, and I haven't really ever been introduced to this artist before. Uh So I'm really curious, you know, what it'll sound like. Well, my vote puts it over the edge then, because I would go with Me Without You as well. So is the one I'm most interested in hearing song number four from. All right. So let's go into the final one. And we're in the final stretch of Shoe the Dough Live. If you are listening right now from our website, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to listen to the final song here, and then we'll have a couple closing comments. And Oh, there's so much more fun to come. Oh, what are we doing? Oh, you just wait and see. All right, here's, here's song number four for okay. me without you. What's happening? I don't even know what's happening later. You have a plan. Always. Uh-oh. We're going to listen to this song first, though. I really like his voice. It reminds me of somebody that's like from Scotland or Ireland. Like, there's something about like how he just grits it out. He turns the end of his words. You hear that? Uh huh. I wonder if he has an accent. No, I think it's just an. I think it's just an affect. Same thing though. Mm-hmm. A lot of really interesting lyrics like he is storytelling mm-hmm. I want to know what he's saying and there's not the same effect on his voice on this one that's true it's clearer it's more up front kids don't do drugs okay <laughs> just don't do drugs <laughs> all right Sugar in the cane and the and the and and there's a rabbit with his mouse. <laughs> yeah. I think it's punky. It's definitely got well, it's um catch flack for saying this because it's not in vogue anymore. But it's emo. There's an what? emo element to it. Absolutely. Like he's taking he's taking the texture of the song I mean, and he's telling a story. There's and an, angst in it, but exactly. I don't think it's emo. Oh, it reminds me so much of a lot of those emo bands that were popular okay. there for a minute. For a minute. Yeah. All right. Well, I wasn't hip to Square then, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sugar in the candles. What does it even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That was fun. Well, congratulations uh, to me without you for um, winning. I, do we call it winning? I think we should. That way, if they ever listen and they say, well, what do we win? We say <laughs> nothing. Something. Just give us time. Nothing. Well, you win a, a inside out cutout. You win a digital copy of a little of your own album (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll send you mp3s 
of your own album. No, no, no. We'll just link you to our Spotify. Oh, here's what we'll do for you. <laughs> if you get back with us after you've won me without you, we will listen to your entire album and record over it. Our we'll do a we'll do a soundtrack over your entire album. You win sugar and the candles. Yes. Nicely that's e- said. That's exactly what I love our win. commenters. Uh yeah, which brings me to what I wanted to do here in these last few minutes, which is one of our commenters, I think it was Chris earlier on said, with John Foreman winning last week, have we thought about at the end of the year looking through all the New Music Digest winners and having a battle of the best? What? Like listening to, since we listened to the first four four songs for all of our winners, to go back and listen to like numbers, you know, five and six, Mm -hmm. and then, Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe just five. If there was a bunch of them, we could only listen to like one, you know, they'd each get like one new song, you know, from the album. We need to brainstorm about this. There's yeah, something it doesn't feel like it's that. ready to. It doesn't feel like the sugar's quite in the candle yet. But <laughs> I feel like what we should do is we should ask you to tweet the artist and see if we can snag them for like a fifteen second hello. That's true. Something kind of fun like that. Use yeah, the power end of, the year, of social kind of the media. New Music Digest, like see what they think about being dissected this way. Certainly, we've just relaunched Shoe the Dough, right? Like, cause we're, we've, well. You relaunched it. You made it happen through your support, which has been really exciting. So we have like, how many subscribers? We're like back to where we were when we left off a couple years ago. Um, it is hard close? to tell because iTunes does not release that information uh, well, but we can kind of gauge dead. that, yeah, we're right We're right around 50 subscribers uh, now, which is exciting for us because that's where we were when we landed, when we left off like three years ago. So, so we had to take a little hiatus. Yeah. And, then course- and that's not necessarily how many people are listening, but that's actual people who are subscribed to the feed. So... so- those 50 plus are loyal, you know, sometimes between about, let's say, 10 yeah. commenters at this point. That'd be 40 potentially tweeting somebody. I think <laughs> if I were famous and I got 40 tweets. You think so? I maybe would pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a blip on the radar. Listen, we'd have to really come up at, with a good plan. <laughs> at the at the end of the day, this is just fun, right? Like we get to sit behind a microphone and talk about music as it's playing or talk about I also wanted to say we'll be doing another No Longer Safe here soon, which are some of my favorite episodes because we do get to go a little bit deeper and we haven't done one in a while. Uh and I'm excited about that. Um let us know if there's topics or people you would like us to talk to uh, about those kind of things. We would love to get them on the show. You kind of joke about, you know, tweeting these artists and having them do little things. If there's somebody you want on the show, let us know and we'll see what we can do to, to make, that inter- make that absolutely make that interview happen. That's so how I got my job in radio. I just called and said, hey. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you want to talk about stuff sometime? Maybe. That is that, you know, you sound like you're kidding. That is basically what you did. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like that is. Yep. I mean, it's not exactly, not literally what you did, but pretty close. You yeah. walked in the door and said, "People told me that I'd be good at this, but I don't know what this even means. <laughs> so, if I'm supposed to help you out, cool. If not, right on. Have a good day." That's pretty amazing yep. that it happened that way. Sometimes your little adventure in life takes a really different turn, mm-hmm. and I did not expect to be in radio or behind a mic but here we are and it is a lot of fun and it is because I feel like I've I didn't expect to find other people that were like me Mm, you know like that's it isn't it a Christian who also doesn't like to speak fluent Christianese and right you know has a hard time with some pretty big topics like legalism and religiosity Mm -hmm. and stuff and I both want to rage against the system and also love you know, mm-hmm. so and yeah. I wasn't expecting to find so many people that really resonate with that. So I'm excited to continue, especially uh, on the No Longer Safe episodes where we can really start to dig into those topics deeper mm-hmm. and deeper. Yeah. But we also get to have fun like today on the New Music Digest. So please consider helping us to reach our next goals for Shoe the Dough Live so we can uh, keep going with our big huge ideas and dreams and bring it all into reality because eventually we would like to go live five days a week 
Right yeah. now we're live two days a week. So we'll see you guys on Friday at noon central for another episode of Shoe the Dough Live. We should thank some people before we get out of here because there are a lot of people that make made this happen. Um, you know, that's actually a really good idea. I um, was thinking about uh, somebody who supports our show. You hold on to that. I'm going to just think really quickly. Oh, you may have to remind me. Wrote the, wrote our theme song. Um, Chris Tilly. Chris Tilly. Chris wrote this theme song for us three years ago. And still amazing. Still works well. So thanks to Chris for doing that. And thanks to all our Patreon supporters for what they do for us. Also want to thank uh, Miranda Clue Pursuit. She posted something. If you're in the Springfield area, check out Clue Pursuit. Uh, right now they have a fan code going on. Fan DF20 for 20% off on their website to go to Clue Pursuit. And that's like an escape the room type game? It's an escape the room game. I've done it now. It is so fun. Did you escape the room? <sighs> no. All right. I'm going to set I'm gonna set something up here in the bunker. Set up some clues here in the bunker and, and you, you won't be able to leave. We'll record the whole show and you won't be able to leave the bunker until you, until you solved it. How's that sound? That's called kidnapping. <laughs> it's very different. <laughs> we'll catch you guys on Friday.